When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> the first cup of coffee, it was awful. Meet Rod Johnson, co-founder of Black & Bold, a premium specialty coffee and tea company powered by Shopify. The journey of Black & Bold started with us opening our online Shopify store while we were burning beans in my business partner's garage. Shopify allows us to stay true to our mission by having an easily customizable and responsive site that make it very easy for novices to try their hand in becoming entrepreneurs. I was able to do it without any technical background, and I'm very grateful for Shopify. My advice to anyone thinking of starting a business is to just start selling on Shopify today. When you're ready to share your business with the world, grow it on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of businesses like Black & Bold. Get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free22 and start selling wherever your customers are with easy-to-use tools and friendly 24-7 support. Go to shopify.com slash free22 right now. Shopify.com slash free22. Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell, the Will Muschamp. First game week press conference wrapping up just minutes ago. And, Wes, we've got breaking news. Wide receiver Christian Owens will transfer. And cornerback Rico McWilliams has decided to give up football. So he is no longer with the Gamecock football program. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, I think particularly you look at Rico McWilliams and you sort of look at the depth. And if you sort of put it in context, uh, uh, this is a loss for South Carolina. There, there's no doubt about it. I, I think Muschamp spoke um, maybe his last teleconference. He, he said that McWilliams was basically fourth at, at cornerback. You look at Rashad Fenton, Chris Lamont, and Jamarcus King as the three who were ahead of him. And, you know, that, that's someone that, that had 33 starts under his belt, um, you know, has been through SEC football games, uh, home and on the road, has that experience. Um, he was a pr- – he was going to provide valuable depth, and, and now that's gone. So I, I think you sort of look at uh, depth when it comes to football because it's such a physical game. You're always going to have injuries. You're going to have guys nicked up. Even if they're not out for an extended period of time, you, you want to be able to rotate kids in and, and make sure that uh, you know your, your starters are, are feeling good still in the fourth quarter. So there's a lot that goes into that. And, you know, McWilliams is someone they're, they're clearly going to miss uh, with, with that loss. Uh, Steven Montauk, who was the sort of late addition to their class, he sort of becomes the fourth cornerback. He's a guy that can play corner, nickel, or safety. Gives them a little bit of versatility. Um, you know, I, I've kind of compared Montauk to a utility player in baseball and that he gives them that versatility. He can play anywhere. And then the, the fifth cornerback is still sort of an emergency option is DJ Smith, who, of course, is the starter at safety. Um, so I, I think you look at Christian Owens, though, you know, we had previously reported that he was working on the scout team. And I, I think this situation where the writing was on the wall, anytime, you know, at, at any program in the country, at any position on the field, guys get passed and guys decide to transfer. So lots of freshman wide receivers, true freshman wide receivers, had already passed Christian Owens. They're on the depth chart. They're not on the scout team. And, you know, Muschamp mentioned that, that Owens wanted to get closer to home, which I'm sure is also true. But I, I think that 
the ability to actually get on the field was the sort of main uh, reason there for Christian Owens. Wes, what about Rico McWilliams? We know that he's an experienced player and one that the Gamecocks figured to count on to contribute this year. He took a leave of absence from the team just a couple of weeks ago during preseason camp. We know that he has family in Louisiana, an area which has been drastically affected by flooding recently. How much of this decision by McWilliams to leave the program may have been a personal matter, or has he simply lost interest in football? What do we know at this point? Yeah, you know, I don't want to completely speculate on on what um, the exact reasons were, but, you know, I I think it's one of those things where no matter what sort of spurs these feelings, if you're not sort of completely in with football and, uh, you know, if your heart is not into it, I guess is probably the best way to say it then it's extremely hard to be successful basically at anything, but especially something that is as physically grueling, as mentally grueling as college football at the major level. So, you know, I think with Rico McWilliams, it was a situation where clearly it had reached a point where he just was not in it. And I think he sort of made what I'm sure was a difficult decision to to go ahead and, and, you know, decide to give up football, which I'm sure wasn't easy to do. And obviously, like I mentioned, um, hurt South Carolina, but I think that's probably a situation where he just felt like that's what he had to do. Yeah, Rico McWilliams uh, certainly will be missed, and Gamecock Nation wishing him nothing but the best. News coming out today at the Will Muschamp Presser that uh, Christian Owens, wide receiver, will transfer, and defensive back Rico McWilliams has left the program and is giving up football. So it's Gamecock Central Radio here, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. Wes, Muschamp gave us a lot of information during the press conference today. One of the interesting things that he talked about was players being grouped into three different categories categories heading into this Vanderbilt game on Thursday night, the season opener. You got red light players, yellow light players, and green light players. Tell us about that. Yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. I'm, I'm sure that coaches, uh, you know, have various systems that are that are similar that they put in place to let them know which of their personnel, to let them easily know is probably the better way to say it, uh, which of their personnel are on the field. And I, I thought, you know, green, green light players, basically, you know, these are your Marquavius Lewis's, your Rashad Fenton's, your um, Debo Samuels, uh, you know, your, your primary starters. These are your guys that if they're on the field, you're comfortable with what they're doing and you don't have to change your, your play calling in order, you know, to, to sort of uh, put them in a, in a good position to succeed. I, I think, uh, you know, you look at yellow players. These are players that sort of, um, you know, we feel comfortable with them but we want to let our offensive and defense coordinators know they're on the field. And I think, you know, you look at sort of play calling and, and what works, what doesn't. For example, you, you may have a certain cornerback on the field that for whatever reason is not a good matchup. Maybe he's a smaller guy and you're playing a team with bigger receivers. Or, or maybe he's a guy that's just not that great in man coverage. So you might call more zone when this particular player is on the field than you'd actually in – you know, in a perfect world, like to, but you got to put players in a position to succeed. So I, I think if you're a South Carolina fan, then you got to sort of be excited to hear that. It, it, obviously, this is the coaching staff. We've said it many times, Emerson. They pay attention to all the details, and you know, much chance one of the most detail-oriented coaches I've ever been around. He uh, sort of showed why that's true once again. And uh, then, of course, red light players are your guys that you you basically stop before they run onto the field. Is, is the way it sounded like. Uh, you know, you want to have a conversation and make sure 
you know, the position coach, offense coordinator, head coach are all on the same page before getting this guy out there. So uh, I thought that was very, very interesting. I hadn't had a, heard a coach publicly sort of talk about it in that particular way, and uh, pre- pretty interesting. So obviously they have certain guys that they feel like, this guy can help us. He can get on the field. He can give us 10, 15 snaps, maybe. But we need to be very, very aware when he's out there. Will Muschamp's first game week presser wrapping up earlier today. Gamecock Central Radio here. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. It's free, and it's available on a number of services. iTunes, Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. Just search for Gamecock Central Radio or check out radio.gamecockcentral.com. Wes, Muschamp said that two quarterbacks will play. Did he mean exactly two or at least two? <laughs> That's a good question, Emerson. You know, I tell you that my personal opinion is that at least two is probably the more accurate way to say it. You know, two would be accurate, but I think at least two is probably more accurate because I've got a pretty good feeling. You know, I've, I've, I've said from the beginning that the probability or the possibility of Jake Bentley playing has steadily been on the rise, you know, at the beginning uh, I said, eh, you know, if they could redshirt him, that'd probably be best. Uh, that's probably what they want to do. But it, it's sort of, sort of just gone up, gone up, gone up. And now as we have hit game week, I've got a really, really good gut feeling that uh, obviously it's going to depend on how the game plays out. But I, I got a gut feeling that we see three quarterbacks hmm. on Thursday night in Nashville and that at least for the start of the season, Jake Bentley – avoids the red shirt. All right, Muschamp said two quarterbacks will play Thursday against Vanderbilt. He didn't specify two or at least two. Uh, we, we certainly expect to see Perry Orth and Brandon McElwain, and obviously there's a possibility Bentley could get some series and maybe even Lorenzo Nunez at Wildcat. So Muschamp said two, but we have reason to believe it will be at least two Thursday against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Wes, thanks for the update today. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks, Emerson. We'll chat soon, man. All right, that's Wes Mitchell, and I'm Emerson Phillips. Quick hitter today on Gamecock Central Radio. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.